Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr. This show is presented by Dr. Ben McMillan of the Neal Clinic, who's responsible for information and opinions expressed during the show. All right. Good morning. My name is Dr. Ben McMillan, and I'm a chiropractor. My practice, my practice is called the Neal Clinic Chiropractic Healthcare. I'm located on Creighton Road, right across the street from the Walmart. This morning, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about what to expect as a new patient at the Neal Clinic. And I've got a story from this week that I had a, somebody ask me a question that I've never been asked before during a consultation. And I, I don't know, I found it pretty interesting, so I wanted to share that with everybody this morning. Uh, but before I get started on that, uh, as always, I always love it when listeners send in their questions because I can make the show you know, even more beneficial for you guys out there. So if you're listening this morning uh, and I'm able to answer one of your questions, go ahead, send me a text message. What's the phone number, Jenna? 850-437-1620. You can text this morning, 850-437-1620. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Again, if you guys have any questions for me today, go ahead and send those in and I'll get to them at the, towards the end of the show if I have an opportunity, okay? So, uh, what, what to expect as a new patient at the Neo Clinic? You know, at my clinic, when you schedule uh, your new patient appointment with us, that sets off this uh, series of events from my staff and, and for myself as well. And unfortunately, kind of like every doctor's office that you've ever been to, you know, there's going to be some paperwork involved, right? You've got that, uh, that book, small book you have to fill out, uh, the first part, it's pretty standard, right? They want to know who you are. Give me some personal identification information so I can know who you are. Who you are. I can identify you to your insurance carrier. You know, that, that part's pretty important because many people these days, you know, you've got a health insurance policy and that health insurance company knows the value of chiropractic care, which sometimes can be surprising to people, you know, when they come in and they say, you know, here's my health insurance card, but I don't really know if they're going to cover any of this. And they're really surprised that their health insurance benefits actually include coverage for chiropractors and even Medicare, uh, you know, which I'm sure anybody out there listening that is on Medicare is already aware. Uh, Medicare has some very strict limitations about what they cover, how they're going to cover it, what their reimbursements are, how much you have to pay. Again, it's one of the most strict insurances out there. But even Medicare will cover chiropractic care. So that's a really important part of the, this process, right? you got to fill out that paperwork so we can get that information as quickly as possible. That way we can begin our role, our job, with the insurance verification process. And that way we know exactly what your coverage is when you come in for your appointment. And you know, I'm incredibly lucky to have the help of my staff for this. I have people sometimes ask me, you know, what's, what's the hardest part of your job? What's the hardest part about being a chiropractor? And hands down, this is, this is an easy one for me to answer. It is dealing with insurance companies. I'm in network with tons of insurance carriers. 
uh, you know, the, the big ones, like a Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? If somebody says, hey, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, are you in network? Probably I'm in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield. But they have hundreds. I mean, it even seems like thousands of different policies. And each one is going to have their own little unique set of coverages and co-pays or co-insurances or pre-authorization rules. I mean, the, this stuff gets so confusing to me still, and I deal with this stuff every single day. So I know for those of you who just check it, you know, once or twice a year, you know, before you make an appointment, you probably aren't entirely sure what some of those things are. But again, don't worry. My insurance coordinator at the Neal Clinic, her name's Jessica. She does an incredible job with this stuff. She's verifying these things. She does this all day, every day. And she'll go through your specific plan and your coverages during the consultation before we really start incurring any cost, because that's an important part of this, right? You've got to understand what the the cost is going to be for you before we really start into that. I mean, that's one of the, the biggest causes of bankruptcy in our country right now, right? Those un, unexpected medical expenses. So at my clinic, I make sure that you're aware of all of that stuff up front before we get started. So that's why you have to fill out that you know initial part of the paperwork. Now, the next part of that uh, intake packet, that is a little bit more pertinent to what I do. And that's going to be your medical history. You know, what is your primary concern? What are the, the primary areas of complaint? What's hurting you today? And these are crucial pieces of information for me because it gives me a better idea of what actually may be causing your symptoms. You know, things like, uh, have you had any uh, injuries in the past? You know, were you involved in a bad car accident a couple of years ago? Or have you had any surgeries uh, in this area, right? Are you coming to me with low back pain, but 10 years ago you had a lower back surgery? That's something I need to know. Um, you know, maybe even diabetes or certain cancers. Like, uh, the, all those types of things can affect so something that may just seem like a muscular back pain to you, but all of those may play a bigger role than you think. So accurately filling out all this information so I can have the, the complete picture of you as a patient is again, that's really an important part of this process. That uh, new patient paperwork, by the way, we have all the copies that you can fill out in the clinic with the old school, right? Pen and paper. But I was also able to get a digital uh, copy of that. So you can just fill it out at home or on your phone, on your iPad, online. It's on neoclinic.com under the new patient tab. Uh, that makes it a little easier. So, I mean, some of my patients have family members fill it out for them. If you're not, you know, really computer savvy or tech savvy, they'll upload a copy of the insurance card. That just gets us a big head start. So it doesn't take that extra 10 or 15 minutes to get in touch with the insurance carrier. Sometimes they're not really quick about answering, but that gives us a, a good head start on all that stuff. If you're able to get that finished before you come into the clinic. Now at my clinic, the reason I have to keep new patient appointments available is because I block out a significant portion of my schedule in order for you and I to kind of sit down during your initial consultation. And what that entails, well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. You can kind of categorize doctors into two groups as far as how you're able to get an appointment with them, right? One group are these specialists, and you're going to need a referral to get in to see them typically. You can't just call up a neurosurgeon's office and say, hey, I'm having some neck pain. you mind if I come in and, and talk to the neurosurgeon about it? 
that's that's not the way that works you're going to have to be referred to them by another type of medical provider and those type of doctors are what are called portal of entry doctors right many people know that uh you know like your primary care doctor if you need to go see what you think uh, you need to go see a specialist you first have to go through that gatekeeper your your primary care or what in the medical world is called that portal of entry doctor chiropractors actually fall under that second group i am a portal of entry doctor so you don't need a referral to come and see me you can just call my clinic and come in insurance will cover it yeah i'm not going to say hey you need to go back to your primary care and get a referral to come to my clinic but what that also means for me is i see all sorts of issues and they may be presenting with some back pain or some neck pain and some of those patients you know they're perfect candidates for chiropractic care right they're having that back pain or neck pain and it is because of a joint alignment or a nerve that's irritated causing some of those symptoms but some of these patients you know they may have other issues that are causing their back pain and chiropractic care may not be what's going to help them and the ability to distinguish between these two cases is why I spend so much of my time during consultation with my new patients. Because in my clinic, if I can't help you, I'm going to refer you to the right type of doctor for your condition. You know, if, if it's something that I'm not entirely sure about, we may talk about getting some imaging as well first. That'll give me a, an even better idea, right? I can take the best history, ask all the questions, do all the orthopedic exams, but at the end of the day, I don't have x-ray vision, right? I can't see inside your, your body. I don't know for certain that that's what this is. So sometimes I do. I say, hey, we got to get a, an x-ray of this to really see what's going on before we start talking about care here. And again, that's just another piece of information that helps me decide if you're a good candidate for chiropractic care and if it's something that I'm going to be able to help you with. And in that sense, that initial consultation is sort of like an interview process for a job, right? I need to ask you questions. I have to have you go through that physical exam in order to ensure that you're going to be a good fit for my clinic and the type of chiropractic care that I'm able to provide. And that kind of ties into this um, interesting experience. It wasn't weird or anything, but it was just, it was interesting uh, this week. One of the questions I always ask my new patients is, you know, how did you end up in my clinic? There's dozens of chiropractors in Pensacola. You ended up here. You know, were you referred by your doctor here? Uh, did you have like a friend or family member um, or somebody you know? And sometimes that's the case, right? They Maybe they went to their primary care doctor with this back pain first and their doctor sent them home with some sort of anti-inflammatory, maybe a muscle relaxer. But they said, hey, you should probably go see a chiropractor for this, see what, get their opinion, see if it's something they can help with. So they sent their patient to me because they know if it's something that I don't think I can help with, I'm not going to waste my time or your time trying to fix something I know that I can't help you with. And if it's something that they need to go see an orthopedic doctor or a neurologist, I'll refer you to that type of doctor as well. I'll tell you one of the most common reasons that I have people choose uh, my clinic and that is oftentimes because someone they know, you know, whether it's that family member or a relative or a friend, they had a similar pain and I was able to get them moving better and feeling normal again. And so they, they recommended them to my clinic. I'd, I'd say that's probably the number one reason I get is, you know, how did you end up in my clinic? They say, well, well, you treated my, my cousin or my brother and uh, they told me you helped them. And so that's why I'm here today. 
But anyway, let's get back to that kind of noteworthy encounter from this week. After I asked this, this patient about why they chose my clinic, uh, she was from out of town, just moved to Pensacola, and she had hurt her back during that moving process, right? Kind of stressful already, and then a lot of bending and lifting. That's a pretty common thing. Uh, people get hurt while they're moving. And they ended up in my office because they kind of had, you know, they didn't know anybody here. They hadn't had a relative treated, but they looked at uh, who was in network with their insurance carrier, then kind of went through some Google reviews and decided to schedule with us. But after that, she said, you know, look, I don't really want to offend you, but uh, I want to ask you a question. And she said, uh, and, and this was the first time this has ever happened to me. I never had anybody say this before, but she said, uh, you know, there's several chiropractors relatively close to me as well. And, you know, they were in network with my insurance. I chose your clinic because, you know, some of the Google reviews, people had good things to, to say, but why should I choose your clinic as a patient? You know, what makes this place different than if I go down the road, you know, why should I be here? And, you know, I thought that was such a good question, really an excellent question to ask. And this particular patient, she had never been to a chiropractor before, uh, you know, pretty healthy. She was very active. And like I said, just moving a lot of stress, she's doing it all by herself. And, uh, so she went to a chiropractor because she'd heard, you know, back pain. She didn't have a primary care doctor here yet that could get her in. And she thought that would be a good place to start, but she re wasn't really sure what to expect. She'd seen videos online of these chiropractors performing, that manual manipulation, kind of what you think is a standard chiropractic adjustment, right? Where the doctor's going to use their body weight and hands and force to adjust the spine. And she said that really made her really nervous uh, because she was in so much pain. And she wanted to know, you know, what was going to differentiate the Neo Clinic from all the other providers in the area that she could choose from. So I said, well, you know, for one, I specialize in something called the activator method of adjusting. And she wasn't familiar with this at all. Again, never been to a chiropractic clinic before. And if you're already a patient of mine, I'm sure you know what this is. But if you've never heard of it, what the activator is, is it's a handheld spring-loaded instrument that allows me to restore that joint mobility and function without the twisting and bending and large amount of force that's required during a manual adjustment. So many of my new patients, or maybe patients that have been referred to my clinic from other chiropractors, because they can't be manually manipulated anymore, they aren't even aware that there's another option, uh, that there's an alternative to those manual manipulations. And I'd say that's one of the biggest distinctions about my clinic. Now, of course, I still have some patients that prefer manual manipulations, and I adjust patients like that every day. But I spend a lot of time every year updating and practicing this activator technique in order to provide patients in our area an alternative to those manual manipulations. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring the instrument to the back in the consultation room. And sometimes when I first show people the activator, they ask, you know, how can something so small have a similar effect as when they're maybe their old chiropractor used to kind of wail on their neck or their back? with all that force? Well, that has to do with a few factors. For one, let's talk about the chiropractic adjustment for just a second. That move is what's called a high velocity, low amplitude thrust, right? We call it HV, high velocity, low amplitude LA, HVLA. 
Now, high velocity means that the movement of my hands during that man manual manipulation needs to be very quick because if it's too slow, your muscles are going to react, they're going to tighten up, and I won't be able to move your joint through that necessary range of motion because the muscles are kind of guarding against it. Now, the second part, that low amplitude, means I don't really need a lot of force behind the thrust. You know, too much force is, number one, it's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, and, and secondly, it can even cause a little bit more pain than, than is necessary. So with these manual manipulations, another issue with them is it's nearly impossible to replicate the exact same thrust speed, right? And, you know, to get the same speed, the same timing, the same exact force every single time, uh, it's, it's nearly impossible, which means that some adjustments may be too slow. Sometimes there won't be enough force. Sometimes there's going to be too much force. There's a lot of variables with this. And like almost every piece of technology that's been developed, right? The activator is designed to solve these problems. There's engineers that design this activator to be much faster than any human can move their hands. So that high velocity part of the adjustment, that speed, right? It's very fast. It's consistently the same. Next, what they did is they designed a way to vary the amount of pressure that's produced, right? I can alter that. I can change it to be as much as 60 pounds per square inch or as little as something that you'll barely even feel. And this is also repeatable, right? So when I have my activator on the proper settings, the speed will be the same every single time. The pressure, uh, the, the force that's produced will be the exact same every single time, which allows me to be certain that I'm not going to cause any further injuries during your adjustment. Another advantage uh, that the activator gives me has to do with the surface area uh, of, the, of the tool and of the adjusting. So first with these manual manipulations, right, I'm using my hands to transfer force from my body through the joint space that I'm trying to move on you. And depending on where that is, I have to use certain positioning, a certain positioning of my hands, right? And that's going to cover several vertebral segments of your spine all at once. It's really impossible for me to use my hands based on the way they have to be positioned to only adjust one portion of your lower back or only one portion of your mid back or neck. Again, and that's because of the way that I have to use my hands to contact your body for those different adjustments. So that entire surface area of the, my hand that's contacting your back, it has force applied to it. And the force is going to be uh, much higher because of the distribution of that surface area, right? I have to use more force because it's being applied over a larger area to get that joint to move. And that's in contrast to the activator. The tip of that instrument is about the size of the, the tip of your pinky, right? And again, these engineers developed this that way because that's the approximate size of the, the spinal vertebral area that I need to be in contact with in order to perform those adjustments. So with the smaller surface area, I really don't need to apply nearly as much force to have that same result, which really helps with that low amplitude of the chiropractic adjustment, right? We got the high velocity, that speed is very quick. The low amplitude, I don't need a ton of force to do this. The example I use is uh, is trying to pop a balloon. All right, Jenna, I got a question for you. 
this one normally makes a little more sense than surface area and high velocity, low amplitude to people. But if I gave you two balloons and I told you the first one you have to pop using your palms together, like you'd clap your hands, right? You're, you're putting it between your two palms and that's kind of that large surface area, right? Right. Or you could use a needle to pop the other one. Uh, so again, smaller surface area, which one of those two is going to require you to press less hard, right? Not nearly as much force required for which one? The needle. Uh, yeah. Obviously, right? Yeah. Everybody says, oh yeah, yeah, the needle. That's no questions asked. It's going to be a whole lot less force required. And of course, everybody understands that. And that's a similar principle to the activator, right? I don't have to use nearly as much pressure with that activator because the surface area is so much smaller. With my hands, it's distributed over a larger space and so we have to use more force just by the nature of the setup for the adjustments. <clears throat> and what that means to my patients is their adjustments are much more comfortable and oftentimes don't produce as much soreness as a traditional manual adjustment. Now, there may and, and will actually probably be some soreness from the adjustments. And that's because when I start moving the joints around that haven't been moved around in a while, you know, that causes uh, some initial soreness. It's sort of like starting a new exercise program or trying a new sport or, or something like that, right? When you try those new movements and you move muscles that you hadn't moved around in, in a, that way in a while, you get a little sore afterwards. That's a normal response. It doesn't mean something's wrong. That's, I, I kind of anticipate that. And we'll, we talk about that during consultation. Hey, the, the reaction to this may be some initial soreness. It shouldn't last more than 24 hours. Icing that area will help with some of that pain. And that all these reasons are exactly why years ago chiropractors began developing and continued to perfect the, the activator method of adjusting. The small size of the instrument also allows me to be very specific with the spinal segments that I'm adjusting. Again, instead of using that large, broad contact of my hand, the activator only adjusts one vertebral segment at a time, which is honestly amazing. It allows me to treat patients that have had spinal fusion surgeries or patients that have a severe degeneration in one region, and maybe a manual adjustment would be really kind of dangerous for them. I can ensure that I'm not affecting those areas while I'm restoring the proper function to the portion of their spine that isn't moving properly. And I checked this morning on the, uh, the activator website, activator.com before I came into the station and I'm the only provider in Pensacola that is certified in the activator method of adjusting. Now, some chiropractors, they have an instrument, it may be an activator, maybe something like an activator kind of laying around in a drawer in their office collecting dust. And occasionally they may get it out to use it. But you know, that doesn't really mean they've completed all the required training in order to really understand and be proficient with these tools. You know, it, I always use this example, Jenna, if you and I go over to Home Depot today and we buy all sorts of saws and hammers and nails and wood, that doesn't make us carpenters, right? That I would not trust us to, to come out to your house and start fixing stuff just because we've got those tools laying around. They don't right? want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the same thing with these instruments. Just because they may have bought one of those things doesn't mean they're proficient with it. So if you're going to go get care from somebody and they're going to use an instrument, make sure that this doctor's activator certified. That's a big part of the, the equation. 
I had a patient text in, well, not a patient, but I had a listener text in a question, uh, and I'm not going to have time to really get to it today, but I will talk about it some next week about working from home and some back pain. Uh, they sent us in last week and I, I apologize. I didn't get to it again this week, but they were curious to know, you know, since this pandemic started two years ago, they've been working from home and I don't think any of us really expected to be here for two years. Right. But they've been there working from home and now they've started to notice that their back is bothering them a little bit more. And they wanted to know, aside from, you know, coming in and making an appointment, the pain's not that bad, but is there anything that they can do to help with back pain from home? Uh, I got a couple things to say for that. And I, again, I apologize. I didn't get to, to get to it today, but Jenna's telling me we're running out of time. But I will get to that next week, you know, kind of some of the home care tips of how you can work from home comfortably without, you know, going and buying a new thousand dollar chair and some fancy desk. There is some stuff you can do. So look for that on next week's show. I appreciate everybody that listened in. And those of you that texted in questions, I will get to those. I've got them written down and I'll get to those next week. Again, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan. My practice is called The Neal Clinic. We're located on Creighton Road, right across the street from Walmart. My phone number is 850-479-SPINE. That's one too many numbers, but just stop at that fourth one. You guys know how to do it. 